grow in this in these areas it's it's things that we we never growing up we never um really found ourselves um you know being in spaces where we could literally um own ourselves and decide for ourselves where we want to go you know and and have and have other people in different spaces you know try to to help you see things differently okay and then and then because now you're open to um to such to, to, to such um constructive criticism and all you get yeah. you find yourself now at a space where you just want to learn more and more because you don't want to make the mistakes you know of course yeah of course so, of course of course of course uh, um that's a wonderful attitude to have believe yes, me um yes. that that sort of a disposition will take you very far yeah yeah and 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 it's set up a, and sometimes you know people might think um learning is learning is going to school or what learning is not just that you know life is about learning correct and absolutely yeah and the more life is about learning the more you just realize that there's a whole lot of things out there that can make you live your best life and not have to worry Definitely. about nothing absolutely yeah absolutely i agree I agree. <laughs> oh no, that's that's really exciting. And then uh, tell me, how is the special someone? Um, wow. You, you we can talk about that after after. <laughs> Let's talk about that after we we finish doing business. Fine, that's okay. <laughs> yes. That's alright. I hope that's a good sign. Um, it is a good sign. It is a good sign. Okay. Um, so let's put it this way, right? You see, um, in in life, I've I've made a lot of mistakes, right? And Just as everyone else. Yes, yes, yes. You see, but, but right now I'm talking about my life because everyone else has made mistakes. For others, they may seem big. For others, they may seem small. But the ones that I the ones that I've made, for me, they seem big. But for you, okay. you looking at me from from the out from an outside perspective. They might they may just seem small. Okay. So um, you know, which is why it came to the conversation we had last night. You know, when we were yes. talking about um, about investing and talking about, you know, I, I I'm just thinking of that. I sent you that picture of Johan Rupert's. You know, yeah. Whatever yes. the, the stuff he owns, and and I was looking yeah. at it from a different perspective. You know, I, I was looking at it and thinking to myself, oh, dang, this guy, he's actually like really, he's, he's owning us, he's running us, you know, and, and, and then you, and then like for me, that actually was more of an, a negative way of thinking. And, and then looking at that, that's when I realized, you know, I, I realized for myself that, oh. I could have turned this scenario into a a positive scenario, you know, because uh, so thankfully I spoke to you, and then you changed my mindset. You changed the way I, I thought, and you're like, you know, some of these companies are actually good companies to invest in. To invest 
system. You know, yeah. and 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 now yeah. it got me thinking. Oh wow, okay, I've been looking at this the wrong way. You know, <laughs> I've been looking at it from from from, from maybe an, a political eye, and yeah. So 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 that that's where the conversation came to. Where I then said, okay, let's have a conversation about investing. And you know, because you you gave me you enlightened me with some uh, quite a lot of things, you know, and oh, wow. yeah, and, and I and I felt okay. There is a lot of people that might have the same mindset as mine, where we look at things okay. from a different perspective, and yet we could just look at things from a positive perspective and say, um, right. instead of even worrying about how many companies these guys own, why don't I just invest in their mm-hmm. companies and be part of the ownership program, you know? Absolutely, mm. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And look, um, yeah, there's always a silver lining around any dark cloud, hey? Yes. Any. That's yeah. true. That is so, very true. It, it gives it the um, it gives it the art perspective of things, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Y- y- you know what, Mister E? Like, I-, I mean, you're 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 really kind, man. Because yeah. when we were talking, I didn't even think of it that way. It, 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 to me, it was like um, just a, a conversation. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I didn't even see it like you know the way you did. But yes, um, you can't profit from this guy's uh, business name. Definitely, you can as well because that the uh, empire, for lack yes. of a better word, that he's created is something anyone can invest in. You understand? Mm. And um, there are black people who are shareholders in Richmond. There are black people who are shareholders in the Rem Growth. There are black people who are shareholders in First Rand. Mm. You know, and mm. they are making money from it. So. Um, don't let the, if you like, the racial divide and the racial uh, prejudice that you have um, kind of pitch you against them or anything like that, mm, for, mm, you know, mm. so to speak. You you definitely can rise together, but he does have a dispro- disproportionately large amount of wealth mm. for an economy like South Africa. Yes, that, that is a fact. You understand? That's and key. he even acknowledges it. Mm. I don't know if you are aware of a scheme in South Africa where he was actually giving away land to black people in Cape Town. Oh, okay. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yes, no, you should check way. it out. Okay. Johan Rupert um, gives away residential land to African people. Okay. It's there. He's yeah. been doing that because I, I think he's alive to that fact. Mm. And also, um, I, I, like, I, I, I cannot confirm what I'm about to say, but I have been told that he's also, he's on the racial side. Mm. Yes, I I've been told, I've, I've heard it's a rumor, I can't confirm it, I don't know if it's a fact or not, but um, I have heard issues to that effect, but however, what I do know is the fact is that he's given away a lot of, um, he's given substantially mm. to mm. Black, black people and people less privileged than him, he's given away land, and I also know that, you know, if you want to buy into his businesses, you definitely can, it's easy, uh, yeah. it's something like I, I said to you last night, I'm planning to do, and uh I've been following a number of his companies, and I think there's some that are, you know, worth the money. Yeah, yeah. And, and in, a, in, a, in an economic climate like this, 
um, how yes. then how then would you begin investing in um, in such a business? You know, trying try to invest in stocks and all that. And in, in in a climate like this, how do you then um, start? You know, because like a lot of people at the moment don't have jobs. Others um, uh, don't even know if they're gonna have a job next next week, even. You know, and then we we've had our issues with um, the looting and all so now most probably our tax our tax is gonna rise because we are going to be the, the same people that are going to um be sponsoring the the, the rebuilding with our money so let, let's work hard at this point we need to work hard so uh, how do i then begin with investing in this wonderful uh, excellent question and um against the background where we've just had, you know, this looting and even prior to the looting, yes. you guys already had trouble in your guys' economy. Yes, yes, So, yes. will it make sense for someone uh, to begin now? All right? To invest. Now, that's a very interesting question because yes. I can answer it two ways. Okay. First thing I'll say is to invest is not and should not be taken as gambling. Okay. It's not gambling. Okay. All right. So it's not something you can do to say, okay, uh, I've not been saving all along. I've not been disciplined with my money all along. I'm going to start investing today and then tomorrow I'll be, you know, sorted. Yes. It, it, it doesn't work like that. Okay. So you would need to have been disciplined with your money long before the crisis. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, if you follow my channel, I'm actually going to be doing a video around that. The three things one must do to be able to survive a financial crisis. Okay. All right? Yeah. So the three things are, first of all, you must save. Whatever money you earn, it doesn't matter what it is. Whether you're in a low-paying job, we are Tanya and I and whatever. Yes. You earn something. You must save a portion. Okay. Ten uh, percent being the absolute minimum. Yes. Other people are able to save twenty percent. Others half. Mm-hmm. And then other people, because you know they're organized, they've got other sources of income, can save an entire one hundred percent of say Isala and do that. Yes. Yes. I know. One point, Nicolette Machile, who says that she would save her entire salary on some in, in some cases because she was able to, you know, develop other means. Okay. So okay. when you save, your savings are in two components primarily. Mm-hmm. Number one, you must have an emergency fund. Okay. This is money that you put away for a rainy day. Yeah, yeah. In case one day some politician gets upset and then sends people to riot on the streets and they loot and they do this and whatever. Yeah. Um, and or you have a personal emergency. Maybe you have a leak in your house or a child gets sick or whatever. Yeah. You must have funds that you are easily, you know, you can easily get access to to help yourself. So you must have a, 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 an emergency fund. Okay. Most personal finance authors will then say that emergency fund should have at the minimum six months of your living expenses. So, and to get to six months of living expenses means you need to have been saving like over a long period of time because it's not 
an amount of money you will get there and then, or in a short space of time, you need to have been um, accumulating it. Okay. The second part of your savings must be money that you then use to invest. All right. In okay. other things, for instance, um, we can start with shares, which is what we were talking about uh, yes, yes. initially. You need to have put some money together to be able to begin um, investing. And oh, okay. then it depends on, say, maybe your broker, the guy that you, you know, the services uh, provider you use. Yes. I told you I use Africa Securities. Mm-hmm. When I opened my account, they needed me to have a minimum of 10,000 Rand. Okay. And I put in like 11, 12,000 bucks. Okay. And that's what I started with. Right, but you need to have had money that you were accumulating before that. So that's another part of your savings. And but, but now, but now, but now, we, we if, yeah. if we're looking at it from a uh, a point of saying, for example, I don't have the the ten the ten thousand rands, then how, how, where then do I look to? Because like now you could speak of. The, Someone like you, someone like me, might be able to afford the ten thousand rand. But someone else that is thinking of, okay, um, I can't afford that ten thousand rands at the moment. How then can I start to get myself into into a space where I can get to the point where I can afford that ten thousand rand? All right, I was I was actually coming to that. Yes, because remember what was I, I, I'm I'm. A, I'm Answering your question from two perspectives. Okay, right? okay. So I've said there's the individual who would have already, you know, cultivated the discipline of saving. Yes. And is in a position to invest. Yes. Then you might have the person who says, okay, I, I haven't been doing that. And okay. Unfortunately, now I'm in trouble because of all, all the economic chaos that's going on. Okay. Would it make sense for that person to invest? My answer would be to say no. If you do not have savings, all right. Yes. If you don't have money that you can put at risk and uh, you are comfortable losing because investing does have a level of risk, okay. then don't do it. You'd rather first say, look, if I don't have the 10000 or the minimum or whatnot, mm. let me try and work, earn some money, yes. put some money aside, and then over a period of time, decide what? To invest. Okay. So that, that's where I'm coming from. However, um, if you are saying, okay, I don't have 10,000, but I'm really keen on investing. I have mm. savings, but they're not that level. They're not at that level as yeah, yet. Yeah. There are other brokers and trading platforms that would be happy to you know, take on board a person with um, a small amount of money. Like uh, we were discussing yesterday, I mentioned Easy Equities. Yes, yes, yes. They're very, very retail investor friendly. Okay. You can actually begin an account with less than a thousand, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So it's 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 quite possible, but before you get to investing, you must have the culture of saving, which yes. is number one. That's the first way that you survive a financial crisis. You must be a saver. Okay. And your savings, I've explained, your savings must have predominantly two components, your emergency fund and your investment fund. Okay. And depending on your goals, your invest your savings fund must also have 
have the money that you are putting together for the down payment of your home if you don't want a bond. Okay. So those three things must constitute your savings. Mm. The second thing that you must make sure you do to survive a financial crisis is that you must invest. <laughs> and whether it's in a portfolio of shares, whether it's in real estate, whether it's in another business or whatnot, you must have investments. And investments mm. generate what we then call passive income. Okay. Passive okay. income is what then enables you to build up wealth. Yes, yes. Right. But in order to be able to get to a position where you can invest, you need to have been saving because from you cannot invest what you would not have saved. Okay, okay. So those 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 two are very they they've got they enjoy a very strong connection. So you must invest. Oh okay. All right. If you then pick uh, you have a you know you you have a portfolio of shares yes. that are nicely structured, well selected, and good companies that generate profits um, in any you know scenario. Yes, they can. That portfolio of shares can pay you money. Okay. Okay. Yes, the dividends can sustain you even on a monthly basis, but you would need to have been doing it for a long period of time. You know, oh, selecting okay. okay. This company pays dividends twice a year on this month and on that month. In my case, I, I really like real estate stocks. I, I um, one of the first shares I bought for myself was Growth Point Properties. I know without I, I knew without fail that you would get a dividend in March and you would get another one in uh, September. Okay, and, so, and, and that. And the, yes. the idea of invest investing in pro in properties, then, what what um, factor does it play in 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 basically in in the dividend that you receive? Like, where does that money basically come from, in a sense? Okay. Rimgrove, okay. 
roughly trades at around 100, 120 rand. I'm, I'm not so sure what the exact number is. Okay. So you buy them at 120 rand. Mm. And in a couple of months' time, they go all the way up to 180 rand. Oh, you okay. try to sell them. That trends. Yes. Another way that you make money. Yes. Remgro can also declare a dividend. They'll say, okay, look, um, in April, we'll pay a dividend of, say, 10 rand per share. And if you have 1,000 shares, yes. you have 10,000 rand. Okay. They decide to pay another dividend because some companies pay twice a mm. year. Mm. Mm. In America, you have companies that pay dividends four times a year, at different times, every three months. Okay. It is quite possible. Yes. That's another way in which you will make money. So, mm. as I was saying, when you decide to invest and then you pick very good quality companies, mm-hmm. right? You structure your portfolio nicely. It can pay you monthly, almost in the same way that you would be earning a salary. You oh, wow. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. So, if you then invest in that manner, you won't fear to lose the job because you've got money that comes in every day. And mind you, when you buy shares, when you're a shareholder, you don't even need to be employed by in, in, in that particular company. That money comes to you regardless, simply because you're a part owner. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, that's how Mr. Rupert is doing everyone a favor. <laughs> wow, okay, okay. So to speak, because then you can invest, all right? Yes. You may not make as much money as he does, mm-hmm. but the means that make him rich, you also have access to. Okay. All you need to do is buy the shares in the companies that he owns and operates. And those are not the only ones. In South Africa, the Johannesburg Stock Exchange has got over 400 listed companies. Yes, yes. So you are literally limited by your imagination and your bank balance in terms of which company to buy shares in. Oh, okay. But reasonably speaking, you want to buy shares in companies that are profitable, companies that have demonstrated, you know, a good uh, track record, companies that have, you know, quality goods and services, and companies that are not in any kind of financial distress. Okay. That way, you know. But now, how 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 do how do you then know that this is the the, the right company to? To invest in this is a company that is not in debt you know because at that point i'm a i'm a working person i've got a um i've, I've got children you know i don't have that much time to be looking at stocks and businesses and companies and then um at the same time i'm still that guy who cannot afford the ten thousand rand but i'm still trying to use maybe i'm using easy equities how how do i how do I maneuver and navigate that space of using easy equities? Right. Most stockbrokers, right, mm. um, even easy equities can do it. I, mm. I'm not their client. I wouldn't know exact specifics about the service they provide. Mm. Most stockbrokers, right, have people working there yeah. who will happily give you advice and guidance. Mm. Mm. On which companies to invest in? All right, particularly if you're a, 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 a novice at the market yes. and you don't have, say, a finance background or anything like that, that obviously can be intimidating and mm. daunting because mm. you're thinking, mm. okay, so how do I know? How do I not make a mistake and whatnot? But mm. your broker can tell you. So, okay, oh, okay, if you're looking, in fact, what they do is when you are filling out forms mm. to open an account, they try and profile you to try and gauge what sort of a person are you. Are you a person who is comfortable taking 
risks? Mm-hmm. Are you a person who's not comfortable taking risks? Are you a person who's moderate? Like, mm-hmm. for instance, me, I, 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 I wouldn't, you know, call myself a guy who loves risk. I, I, I like calculated risk, but not a mm-hmm. lot. So they, on that basis, can then figure out the type of person, the type of investments you would find interesting. And okay. they'll tailor that. They'll tell you, all right, there's this company here yes, that yes. does so much and so much. There's that one here that does so much and so much. I'm My brokers, uh, there's a guy named Sam, and Sam almost very, you know, frequently yes. will send um, investment ideas, which his company provides. He'll okay. say, hey, look at a company like this one. We really think there's a lot of value in this company. You should consider buying at this level because yes. we expect that the price will go up to that level. Oh, okay, okay. They do that. They, they provide that as a service. I remember um, a couple of years ago, not 2020, 2019, um, I got um, advice from AfriFocus saying, look, we think Investec is a good company to buy yes. because Investec is going to separate its banking operations from its asset management operations. So oh, if okay. you hold Investec shares right now, yes. you will then get additional shares when the asset management business list and this is how much it's going to be worth. You know mm. what I mean? Okay. And they did that. And, you know, if they, that value was realized. But of course, I didn't buy them. I, I was not in a position to buy. But the point I want to make is you, uh, don't be intimidated by the fact that you don't know as much because whatever is there, yeah, yeah. right, you can learn. Okay. You okay. Can learn. And you can also do your own research because when I, I do, um, and maybe it helps that, um, a financial services professional already. Yes. I also do my own research, like like I was telling you. Yes. Um, I bought uh, shares in a mining company called Sizania. Yes. Um, I think a year or two ago. Okay. And at that time, it was distressed. You know, it was in trouble. They yes. had a very poor um, safety record. Uh, their share price was low. Yes. The share price went as low as eight rand at one point, but I didn't buy until it went back up to sixteen. I bought at sixteen, okay. and I sold a portion when the share price rose to twenty three bucks. Yes. And I sold out again when fully out of my position in Spania when the shares were like forty. Yeah. Right now they're on sixty something. Oh wow! You see? Okay. So I, that was homework I did on my own. Okay. To say, look, I think let I. I can realize value here. So the answer is your broker can give you advice. Oh, okay. And secondly, you can also do research because the listed companies provide a lot of information to the public because there's a lot of people who are shareholders. They yes. produce annual reports. Yes. They produce annual financial statements. All of that is on their website. So you can actually tell for yourself, that, okay, look, these guys are making money. I yes. think I can buy shares here. Okay. Or they're in trouble. If I have shares, let me sell. Or yeah, let me not yeah. buy. Yeah. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing that you must do to survive a financial crisis is you must manage your debt. Okay. Okay. And you know what the sad thing about debt is? Because debt is not entirely bad. Yes. Okay. Debt can actually make you rich. Okay. If you borrow money to buy, like for instance, say you, you've got your apartment yes, yes. and you realize, okay, look, um, this apartment may be fully paid it off. Yes. Or I can take a second mortgage against this apartment and buy another apartment. Okay, okay. Right? Yeah. You can do that. The bank's actually quite happy to lend.
first band, guys. Uh, look, I'm your customer. I've been your customer for X years. Okay. You guys earn very good fees from me, uh, you know, and all the money that you've given to me, I've settled with you promptly. I need money to buy this flat. Yes. They can do yes. it. They can yes. lend you money. And when they lend it to you, you then get a tenant. You say, hey, Ty, listen, um, I know you need a place to stay. I've got this nice flat for you. Pay me so much every month. Okay. And you better make sure that the rent that Ty then pays you covers your mortgage okay. payment. Okay. And possibly leaves you with a bit of extra cash. Okay. So when you use debt in that manner, you actually grow rich. Oh, okay, okay. You grow rich. That's what wow. the white guys understand. And unfortunately, black folk, not so much. Because Tina says, says Tan is greater than Tina is the son. Okay. So you have like a spectrum of people. Mm. On the extreme, you have people who like is greater than it. On mm. the other extreme, you have people who are scared of it. Okay. The kind of debt that is then dangerous, that can bankrupt you, mm. is if you then say, look, I'm borrowing in my because I want to buy groceries. I want to buy the latest you know, shoe by Carvela. Carvela, is it Carvela? <laughs> I don't, I don't wear that. I don't wear that. I don't put that one on. But yeah, yeah, I get you. And 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 we, yeah, we want to buy that. You know, we want to be seen and all that stuff. You know, and uh-huh. I, I think that's uh-huh. the problem because because we want to be seen as I'm 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 there. You know, I'm there. It, it could even go back uh, to. To, to to looking at that um looking at that idea from you know when 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 you leave home and you go to varsity or you go to you know you now go to the big city and you're having the, and you're living the big city life then what happens is that you um uh, I'm just looking for a way so yeah so what happens then is that when you're going back home, you want to to be seen as though you you've done, well. done something. You know, you've reached a certain standard. Yeah. Because the moment yeah. you are seen as a successful person, um, everyone at home is looking up to you and saying, "Look at me!" You know, this is my son. Yeah. You know, he's done this. Yeah. This is my daughter. She's yeah. done this. And yeah. and I think that expectation, um has made us get into debt because now we want to we want to prove to our to our peers or to our parents or to the people back home that you know what um i've really made it in life you know and yet you are still suffering out there and you know you don't want to be seen as though you you are you are weak um and and and, and it's not it's 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 not even like a bad thing for you to be seen as though you are weak, it should be something taught from from a certain age. You know that in life you will go through struggles. You know in life you don't need to look this good. You know um, as long as you can afford this, you can do it. You know we, we should we should be having our parents teaching us financial um, stability things things about having financial freedom from a very yeah. young age so that we, we we have that ability not to always think that we need to have money in order for us to be seen as though we are successful you know so i think that's that, that's where that whole idea stems from definitely definitely mm. i agree with you and uh, yeah look 
it's more psychologic. I, I think most mm. people, unfortunately, well, fortunately, it's not a racial thing because mm. there are just as many black people as I'm sure there are white people or any other race mm. who use debt to finance their present consumption. Mm. All right, mm. and you want to feel validated by your material positions to say, hey, look, guys, no, no, look, I'm not struggling. I'm okay. I'm good. I got this. You know, I've got a car from. BMW, I got the latest 7 Series, yeah. um, I, got a, I got a car loan for that, my wife has also got a car loan for this, mm. you know, we got mm. a mortgage, uh, or whatever, whatever, you know, so, yeah, but the unfortunate thing about using debt to finance all those things, mm. assets that don't generate money, mm. or as things that you consume is, your debt, you need to still pay it back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in many instances, you're paying it back from a job that is not secure. Mm, mm, All right. Mm, mm, mm. And a lot of people I know who are in debt don't have investments to even talk about. So mm, mm. there's no other income besides the job. So the day this person gets retrenched, yeah, that's how you hear people committed suicide. That's how you hear people you know, when lost their minds, that's how you hear people had strokes and all of that, because he's mm. thinking, gosh, I've got all these obligations that oh, need yes. money, yes. but I don't have the money. Wow. You see? However, <laughs> if you already were invested, or you were using your debt to purchase even shares, that can happen, you can do that, but it's, it's very risky, and it should only be done by people who know what they're doing. Yes. But if you borrowed money and you put it in a business and that business is generating money yes, you yes. put uh, your borrowed money in a portfolio of investments whether it's shares or whatever the case might be even livestock yes. you won't really feel you know you won't feel it the day there's trouble you know, the day maybe one day you wake up and you've got a pink letter on your desk that says you've been retrenched and whatever yes. you won't really feel that as much oh, okay. so okay. those are the three things those are the three things that a person must do to be able to survive a financial crisis. Number one, they must save. Yes. Number two, they must invest. Yes. And number three, they must have a plan to manage their debt. Okay. 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 <laughs> no, then that that does make sense. And um, at the moment, you know, um, looking at. How, how then can we so maybe to change the question as well um, how then can I as a, a teenager you know who's who's at high school then start investing in, in, these, in these businesses because like maybe I just heard about you know investing in stocks and all that stuff how, how, do, how do I get into that as a teenager, you know, who's getting, because some, there is some teenagers out there who are actually getting a good amount of money per month just to, you know, to, to spend on sneakers or whatever, you know, but they do get quite a good substantial amount of money. So how can I, how can I then teach a teenager to save and to invest into, in, into these stocks and stuff like that? So I would answer that question and say we would to have started right from the grassroots. Okay. Say, okay, look, money 
managed. Money is a resource. Yes. Okay? Yes. And the thing with resources is they can either help you or they'll destroy you. Mm, mm, okay? Mm. So, if you then say to a youngster, hey, look, don't um, just misuse your allowance yes. right, on these things here. Because you can spend, I don't know, whatever, the most expensive pair of sneakers in South Africa, let's say it costs 5000 Yes. You can spend 5000 on a pair of sneakers today. Yeah. That will be worn out next year. Mm. Or you can take that 5000 and do something with it that will affect your life for the next few decades. Yes, yes. All right. So I want to start by shifting the paradigm, mm. the mental paradigm, first of all, to say, hey, look, you don't always have to spend on stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Do that. Mm-hmm. That's what Robert Kiyosaki calls them. Why not work on your personal balance sheet? Mm. And you're a teenager. Most teenagers, a lot of teenagers I know, don't have any borrowings. <laughs> so all the money they have is literally theirs to do with whatever they feel like. Yes, yes, yes. Right. So you can then say, hey, look, why don't you think about buying shares on the stock exchange? Okay. And I'll tell you one thing, man. Mm. Um, 10, 20 years ago, yes. the concept of investing was considered a rich man's game. Yes, the stock yes, market yes. was considered a rich man's game. It was, you know, the main, mention the word stock market in a, in a group of a group setting as yes. a bry, and you know, you'll see everyone literally switch off. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but yes. now, it's, it's the easiest thing ever. Yes. All right? They are literally online brokers who can open an account for you and then you can trade it. Okay. Like, for example, on the ZSE side, the Zimbabwe Stock Exchange, mm-hmm. I have an account with the actual stock exchange and they've got a service called ZSE Direct where they open an account for you and okay. you can trade it yourself. Okay. Instead of then, you know, using a broker, you know, calling a broker, emailing a broker to say, hey, buy me this. You can actually do it yourself. Okay. So it is not hard. It's actually quite easy. They've called it democratization of investing. Okay. Because anyone can do it and everyone can do it. Yes. So that's the one thing. But I must all qualify this, that before you invest, always make sure you've done your homework. Okay. Because you can lose your money. If you make thoughtless and careless investments, you can literally lose your money. I made a mistake like that. I, I, when I started, like I told you, I bought shares in a property company, and then I bought shares in a cement company, which I didn't really do any homework. I thought, you know, these guys have got a strong brand, and that was it. But that company was in deep, deep trouble, and I, I lost well over a third of my money. Wow. Yeah. So. Whilst it's a good vehicle to grow your wealth, you can actually lose it if you make poor decisions. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. So that's what I would do. A teenager is great. I would encourage them because then when you're investing, it's Mm. best to always start early because then compound interest over a longer period of time leaves you with more money. Okay. As opposed to say, if you say to me, a person who's in their forties has decided they will invest. Look, it's, a, it's still a good idea, yes. but they won't earn as much from their investments as a person who will have started much earlier. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the teenager would be well advised to say, "Hey, look, um, start this thing." Yes. And you know they can do well. You guys in South Africa, for the youngster, there's a guy who started. Um, 
he started when he was a teenager, and I believe now he's a multimillionaire. What's his name? Sandy Lachez. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know him, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started when he, he was a youngster, and I mean, he drives a Ferrari now. Yes, yes. You know, um, he, but he was into trading Forex, not necessarily uh, share trading, per okay, se, but okay. he was doing Forex. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's quite possible. Oh, okay. So, so, um, so the concept of forex trading. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I am on the side of caution, mm, mm, and mm. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Can you make money from forex? The answer is yes, definitely, absolutely. And I can give you names of people who've gone rich beyond their wildest imagination mm. from forex. Yeah. The first guy is a guy called George Soros. Yes. He made over $1 billion trading German pounds and Deutschmarks. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. All right. He, okay. $1 billion. He's still very rich to this very day. Okay. There's a guy from New York named uh, Bruce Kavner. He yeah. used to drive taxis, you know, the yellow cabs. Yes. He's a billionaire now. Oh, wow. There's another guy called Joe Lewis from England. Mm. He made a massive fortune trading forex. Yes. Um, the list is endless. Mm. The list is endless. So, can you make money in forex? Yes, you can. The only issue, the only challenge I have is that most people, again, think it's a get-rich-quick type of scheme. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. anything where you have been enticed to join. Mm. On the promise of getting rich quick, I always know you lose your money quicker. Mm, mm, mm. Mm -hmm. So, can you make money in Forex? Yes, you can, but you've got to know what you're doing. Okay. All right. You've got to know what exactly what it is you're doing. That's why all of the blind brokers, when they say, you know, come join us, um, trade with us, and whatnot, they'll first tell you, try a demo account first before oh, yeah. you know what, what it is you're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, After yeah. you are comfortable and you're proficient and you know the land, the landscape, mm. then you can do a live account. Okay, okay. And, yeah, so generally that's what it is. I, I, I would never advise a first-time investor to go Forex. Mm. I would rather they start with something simpler. Okay. All right. For example, maybe it's the stock exchange. I, for me, that works best because I suppose I know a, a little bit more about it than most people. Yeah, but yeah. I'm more comfortable with that because it's, it's, it's more straightforward. Whereas Forex, Forex is tricky. Yeah. I'm still learning it. I'm yet to get into it. Eventually, I'll get into Forex, but I'm, I, I want to learn the ropes first. Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. No, no, no. That's, that's like, that's amazing, man. And, and then, um, so now, as a teenager, forex is more like a no-no. Um, most probably, uh, easy equities is the, the the best bet at the moment um, to kind of get into that whole gist of I need to invest, I need to invest into my mind. So um, then, for me, I'd say, Thank you for this conversation, right? I've learned quite a lot to this, and I'm just thinking we should do another one again soon, uh, you know, just just to basically upgrade our knowledge. But uh, this was good and very... Um, it's, it's a conversation full of wealth. 
And this is, yes, it is. this is what I like about, you know, having ourselves in, 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 in these scenarios where we just have a general conversation and like, you know, these are types of things that we need to start doing, especially like having such conversations when we, we go for our prize or we go for our lunch and all that stuff, you know, um, let's have this, these types of conversations that help us and teach us to, um, to better ourselves. And I think it's good to be connected to a whole lot of people like you and, you know, a lot of people that can just add value into not only just your life, but into so many other people's lives. And yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful, my man, for the, you know, the information that you keep, um, you, you keep trading to us, basically. Yeah. Uh, but, um, thank you. Thank you. You're, you're really kind. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, this, this was uh, actually awesome. Just before you, no, oh. <laughs> um, just before you leave, please yeah. go on to my LinkedIn. Uh, three weeks ago, I wrote a letter on the uh, uh, you know um, the stock market guide for you know beginners. Okay, it's it's there, and you know I like literally break it down for a person who literally is hearing about the stock market for the first time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if you go onto my LinkedIn, it's right there, and I'm also grateful because you know, um, us talking um, also gives you know a bit of credibility to my profile as well. So I'm um, believe me, I am equally, if not more, grateful. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, this is that. Yeah, this has been awesome, and I I just like the fact that you know um, we. We, we can have a general conversation and you know that that general conversation can become a, a, a lesson for for me or for you or even for the other person that's going to be uh, listening to this you know and it's it's great to kind of have such conversations and I, and I would urge a lot of people to say you know what try to find people that can can help you to build yourself you know and you know, you can help build them as well uh, in in any way or anyhow, you know. But yeah, that's basically what I could say. And thank you very much. We shall have another conversation like this. And yeah, thank you, my man. Anytime, see. Anytime. When you call, I'll always answer you. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you so much. Uh, All right. Anytime, man. my brother. God bless you. Okay. You too, my man. Cheers. Cheers. And that is Quiet Conversations with Al Jackson for Stir. Peace.